we need to cherish each other and need to have mutual understanding to build one another up, being lovers for life. Hello and welcome to the Connect2 Marriage Podcast. I'm Gary Koh and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Connect2 Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that couples ask about marriage, communication, conflict and so much more. We hope you'll keep tuning in to learn with us as you grow closer, deeper and stronger in your marriage. Today's topic is intended for a mature audience, so listener discretion is advised. Husbands and wives listening in, you may want to direct the attention of your young children elsewhere. Today, once again, we have the privilege of having Stephen and Michelle here in the studio with us. If you did not tune in to last week's session on Intimacy Kills Infidelity, please tune in to our past episode because they shared valuable tips on how we can build stronger, intimate relationships. Stephen and Michelle have been helping couples for over 20 years to enjoy and strengthen their marriages and we're so glad to have them here with us again today. Welcome to the Connect2 Podcast. Thank you, Gary. We're glad to be here. In our last episode, we touched on how intimacy is key to keeping marriages affair-proof. In today's episode, We'll unpack the differences between men and women and how we can bridge the divide. Well, Gary, I would like to start our conversation very specifically talking about the differences between men and women concerning sexual intimacy. Now, the differences include a few major ones. The first one is assurance. Men find emotional assurance of love through the act of sex with their wife. On the other hand, women need emotional assurance before they can truly enjoy sex. So I think that the first difference we have to understand is that the anger of looking at intimacy is slightly different between the man and the woman. The second major difference is the frequency. It seems that men tend to desire sex more often than a woman, and women are content to have lesser sex for women and particularly when they're having their menstrual cycle they desire less sex and that's biological the third area is stimulus men tend to get turned on by seeing the female's body his sexual desire will rise very quickly very much like a matchstick when it's struck it immediately lights up now for a woman her desire for sex is because of the emotional assurance and the relation that has been built on trust and her sexual desire rises rather slowly, almost like boiling water. So between the matchstick that lights up very quickly and the water that needs to be boiled over time, this is one major difference where men and women must understand in order to enjoy sex. The last one is energy. Men often find extra energy for sex, while women tend to have a lesser desire if they are tired over the day's activity. If they are too tired, they will probably have no desire for sex. But men, on the other hand, no matter how tired he is, when he's stimulated, he finds extra energy. So that's the major difference that I want to highlight to your listeners so that they may be aware that they have to bridge the gap in order to enjoy sexual intimacy with each other. Thank you for sharing the differences. It's so obvious. Even in my marriage, I agree with you that the man can just be quickly aroused, mm. very quickly, but the, for the woman... If she's had a crappy day or a long day, tiring day, sex is definitely not on her mind at all. And, but because of we have all these differences from the way our wiring, how can we overcome our gender differences so that we can have a greater intimacy? Well, for a woman, when they are tired, I would advise the man to give the wife the massage and vice versa. Because sometimes the men, after work, they can be very tired. So it's good that husband and wife just have a touch of each other and just a rub on each other's back and that will help to create a closer intimacy. I would add to Michelle's suggestion that it's important for the men and the women to understand the different needs. So first of all, a woman needs assurance. That massage actually gives her assurance that you care beyond just having sex because you care for her as a person who is tired. News for the men, when you touch your wife through massage, it also gives you pleasure. 
because you are having close skin contact. So it is important for that to happen. Now, I would say that for men, sex is a physical need that has to be fulfilled. So both men and women must understand that, in fact, men has a biological reason why they desire to have sex. It's very simple. The body produces sperm on a regular basis and its produce is stored in the testicle. And the production doesn't stop because you don't have sex. Production continues and the storehouse gets fuller and fuller and fuller. And nature's way of dealing with that is to create a desire for discharge through whatever means. Now, for a young adolescent who is uh, growing up, uh, they often have wet dreams, which is quite messy. They dream of something pleasurable and then there's natural nocturnal ejaculation. But for a grown-up man, when he's married, the only legitimate way for him to have discharge of his sperm is actually through sexual intercourse with the wife. There is a biological need for the discharge of the sperm that is stored in the body. So for husband and wife, wife, please understand that your husband has a physical need that has to be fulfilled over time. A long time without having sexual release will cause him to feel very uncomfortable. Similarly, woman has an ache, but God has created them in such a way that the ache is discharged naturally every month through menstruation. But man doesn't have that capability. Are there any other tips on how we can help? We don't want to use that and excuse me because if my wife is just tired, she's just tired whether I have a knee or right. I don't have a knee, how can a wife be intentional also in fulfilling the desires of my partner because we are wired very differently. Before Michelle answers that, let me just add a fact to the discussion. Now, both men and women uh, actually has an emotional need to fulfill and sex plays a part. Men who has been rejected many times in sex will naturally feel emotionally down because they don't feel assured. At the same time, a woman who is not emotionally ready to have sex will also find sex a chore. And this is something that the man and woman has to work on to make sure that both understand each other's needs. So for the man, it's important to fulfill the woman's desire for emotional assurance. And for the woman, it's important that you give the emotional assurance to your husband through the act of sex to enjoy with him and let him enjoy his sex. Now, the, the other thing is that when a man's ability to perform sexually is disrupted for whatever reason, whether it's stress or disruption to his health, it hits his confidence quite seriously. It's about his manhood. So why please understand that there is a need for your men to be strengthened emotionally and sex is one area that can help them. Sex bonds married couples together emotionally and physically and they will bring their relationship closer to one another through regular intimacy. In the area of the woman being tired, maybe Michelle can add on how she has managed to fulfill my needs even when she has to assume so many roles. Marriage is one of the most rewarding things in life. Yet, navigating marriage as newlyweds or an engaged couple can sometimes get overwhelming. Whether it's managing expectations of the in-laws, getting a good grasp of your family finances, or establishing good habits of communication and healthy conflict. Focus on the Family Singapore's Marriage Preparation Program aims to help you build a solid foundation in the early years and prepare you for the adventure of your life. Visit family.org.sg slash C2 Marriage Prep for more information today. Well, when my husband required the need and I have to take care of his need, I have to learn how to give him the soothing touch to meet his need. Obviously, the key here is about understanding mm. we both have different needs and uh, no husband can claim, this is mine, mm. you know, you must do this for me, or a wife said, this is, I, I'm not interested, and that's it. But I think with the understanding and love for each other, we are 
committed to have a healthier marriage and it requires a sacrifice, not just this is what I want, but this is what will help us in our relationship. But Kerika, I'd like to add an important mm. point here that before your listener get misunderstood that the man or the woman can demand for sex, this is not what I mean. But it's important for each couple to understand the level and also to understand your lover's situation. So there must be consideration. So sometimes when I desire to have sex with Michelle, I will, let's say, do massage for her to prepare her. But she's so tired that in the massage, she doze off. I'll let her sleep. I will not disturb. I will not demand that, hey, it's my turn. And when she wakes up refreshed the next day, she remembers that I've been carefully loving her and she will reciprocate. So there should not be an issue where the man or the woman demands for sex. There must be consideration. No matter how highly stimulated a man is, as a man, I will say, we can always wait for a better time. So consideration for your wife's position is very important. Thank you for sharing that perspective. It is so important. Healthy respect for each other. I think that will be key in the relationship as well. You know, in each podcast, we address a frequently asked question that couples have about marriage. And today's question is, I feel guilty for rejecting my husband every time he initiates sex and tells him I'm having a headache or feel tired for sex. But what he doesn't know is that I feel insecure about my appearance after I've given birth and put on weight. I don't feel sexy even though he assures that he finds me attractive. What can I do to overcome my insecurities in the bedroom? Let me begin from the husband's perspective. I love Michelle. I want to make sure she knows that I love her. I want to use sex to cherish her rather than use her to cherish sex. I think that's very important. So I want to assure her in whatever way I can, whether it's verbal through different touches or tension that I can give to her to make her feel that she is my desire. That psychologically works very well because the woman is assured emotionally. As I said, it's an emotional need for them to feel that they are being cherished. So that's on my part, I can do that. Sometimes you reject your husband just because of your mood swing mm. and then you are not ready. So when you're not ready, I think it's good to be frank with your husband that I'm not ready. Right. So can we do it another time or things like that? So I believe when you're frank with your husband, he can accept your no. Thank you. Yes. I think also just to assure that not today, I'm just yeah. really tired. Yes. Uh, just for him to know, mm. he may feel a little discouraged, but at yeah. least he knows, okay, yeah. it's not that my wife doesn't love me. Yeah, she yeah, really yeah. is tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the reality. I think for us listeners that we need to know that none of us are superman as women. We have energy all the time. In our very busy lives, we are naturally tired. And sometimes... We just really need to communicate that. Maybe really not today. And it's for the husbands, as was mentioned, your wife not wanting to have sex with you doesn't mean she does not love you. But knowing that she is tired, maybe another day would be more ideal. So Gary, back to our discussion in the last podcast, if we develop intimacy in a wider area beyond just the sexual intimacy, this is where it helps. Because I learned in my own experience, in the early days, I felt rejected. I thought she was rejecting me. But as we develop our other areas of intimacy, I was assured that she wasn't rejecting me. She was simply being tired and she will be able to attend to me when she's not tired. So building the other area of intimacy will strengthen the trust and the confidence in each other. So that would certainly help. Steven and Michelle, thank you so much for being in the Connect2 podcast again. Before we wrap up, do you have any final words of encouragement or tips for our listeners tuning in? Having a strong and loving marriage requires commitment on the part of both the husband and the wife. Not just a commitment on in our marital roles as husband and wife, but commitment in our roles to being lovers for life. Back to our previous podcast, that if you can have the paradigm shift that you are living the life of a lover, then that helps you to strengthen your relationship with each other. 
So that concept of being lover to one another is a strong foundation for a strong marriage. We need to cherish each other and need to have mutual understanding to build one another up, being lovers for life. Mm, I like that, being lovers for life. If you did not tune in to the last episode, please tune in because when we talked about intimacy, they share about the five different aspects of intimacy that couples really should focus on to have a thriving relationship. In each podcast, we end off with a couple challenge for couples to do and share with each other. So if you are listening to this with your spouse, what is a new ritual you can start to build closer connections? It could be just having a hug every day, having a meal together, uh, something a little different, but being intentional is key in building that relationship. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and also picked up some good tips from Stephen and Michelle today. If you're looking out for more practical resources to grow your marriage, do visit our website at family.org.sg to browse our articles or check out our upcoming marriage programs. Also, do not hesitate to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for helpful family life resources. If you have questions on marriage, you can always message us on social media. We hope you've followed and subscribed to our Connect to podcast or share this episode with a friend who may also benefit from it. Thank you for tuning in and until next time, take care of yourself and your spouse.